Hey, everybody, welcome to Garage Talk. I'm Ted. It's time to rock and roll. Conrad's on a tropical vacation today. He had a soccer match, and then he went down to the Colts game, so I'm going to fly solo today. But I have a very special guest, someone I used to work with, and he's a very big influence in our community now. Keenan Lamar Davis. How you doing, Keenan? I'm good. I usually don't use my, my middle name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, – so, you know, Keenan's a great guy. Like I said, you know, he he's really turned into a pillar of our community. He does a lot in the community. And um, tell me a little bit about your family. Okay. Um, let me see. Family. How far out do you want me to go? You go as far as you want. Okay. Well, <clears throat> my actual family has been in Marion, Grant County, actually, for the last 75 years. So, uh, near Davis's, Davis and uh, Randall and all them. So, um, yeah, we've been around, man, for 75 years. Um, my um, Everybody's here. My cousins, aunts, uncles, great uncles, great aunts. The majority is still here in Grant County. Um, but as far as my immediate family, I have um, two daughters and my wife, Tashima Davis. So, and we reside, um, yeah, we still reside here. We moved back here, let me see, maybe, uh, my, my oldest is nine, so about eight years ago. Mm-hmm. So I was born in Marion, and then I left and I met my wife at Ball State okay. in Muncie. Uh-huh. And then uh, we decided to move back here when uh, my wife got a, got her first job out from her master's program at the high school as an art teacher. Wow. I couldn't get a job anywhere else. <laughs> and I'm going, no, we are headed south. <laughs> so she got her first job at the high school as an art teacher. And that's when I came to Weaver Popcorn. Uh-huh. So yep. that's how that all happened. Okay, good. And that, yeah, that, that's where we met at Weaver. And like I said, I've always been impressed with Keenan. Really nice guy. Great with people. Now, uh, your wife, she's putting up quite a few paintings and murals all around the county isn't she all around the county yeah every major city man she's uh her art when she came out of her master's program um her whole her dream was just to teach Uh and me i'm going oh no 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 we're going to get you out there you're going to be a professional artist Uh she couldn't see that right she's like maybe when i retire i'll do that um so as the years went on you know the school system and um the administration her didn't agree Uh uh-huh so then she, that's when she started venturing out and doing her art. Okay. So, man, she, the first thing she did was create a line of children's books. You know, yep, I remember. Yep, uh-huh. And then after that, that took off. Man, she has books all over the nation, London, um, different places. And then she started doing commissioned paintings. Uh-huh. So she started putting those on the line. Now she has paintings in Australia, London, Tokyo, all over the nation. And she's still doing those. Um, that gave her enough money to open up her gallery. Uh-huh. So now she teaches classes there. And then she did her first mural. Um, I, I can't remember where her first mural was. Um, actually, yeah, I do. It was in Cinder Cafe. Okay. Mm-hmm. And from that point forward, man, she went to Muncie, Indianapolis, Kokomo, um, Upland, uh-huh. Fairmount now, several in Marion in restaurants. And even and she's the first one to have a solo show at IWU. Really? Yeah. Wow. So she's... She's uh, bridging that gap between the city and uh-huh. Atlanta Wesleyan. So yeah, she's she's going at it, man. That's great. That's yeah. great. And that, but you're going at it yourself too. Tell oh, yeah. tell tell our listeners a little bit of this stuff that you got going on. Oh my god. Okay, so 
Um, I left Weaver Popcorn, uh-huh. and uh, after I got my degree, and uh, I went and jumped a couple places, Chrysler, Walmart, and um, it didn't, it wasn't settling with me. Uh-huh. The factory life, I was like, I can't, I, do, I can do more than this. Right. So then um, I walked away from Chrysler in 2017, the end of 2017, like November, and um, Wal- uh, Walmart, um, State Farm had uh-huh. been recruiting me the whole year. Really? Yeah. So um, I was in Atlanta planning on going to, like, Italy and just tr- traveling the whole year. Uh-huh. Then coming back and putting my resume out there. Mm-hmm. I got to Atlanta. So <laughs> I would hit uh, State Farm back, and from that point forward, I uh, opened up my State Farm agency. Right. So um, now I have it rolling, have employees, I'm establishing the community. And um, so I'll be, doing, I'll be doing some things like... Um, I probably get into real estate, uh-huh. and that just fell in my lap. Yep. So someone asked me to uh, move to a building and buy a strip. So I was like, "Well, yeah, I, you know, yeah, I'll do that." So I'll probably get in commercial real estate. Right. Um, I'm part of five different organizational boards. Okay. So um, I was a Grant County Rescue Mission, the um, Family Services Society. Uh, it's now Grant Blackford Mental Health. Uh huh. Kind of combined. Okay. Um, I sit on the commission board for the center, the convention visitors bureau for Grant County. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. I'm trying to. I don't want to miss any. Um, oh, the training center, after school program okay. for, for youth. Um, so four, yeah, four boards, um, and then uh, real estate, and then um, oh, mentorship. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so I mentor a lot of people in the community. I'm actually the chair. For uh, Ryan Morrell, he's running for mayor. Right. Uh-huh. I'm the chair of his committee. Awesome. So. Awesome. <laughs> and, and he's a great guy. Yeah, he is. He really is. That's, uh, I think he'd be a good fit. But, man, it, that's that's a lot. You're yeah. on your plate. But, oh, my God. Yeah. And that's, that's very admirable. I mean, that we really, you know, we talk about that a lot on here. You know, you, you guys are heroes. You know, oh, just you. people that give back like that, you know. It, we missed you know we, we look first you know heroes you know it, it's got to be our military yeah, i mean school teachers yeah. you know the administrator at schools yeah. you know that's and, and a lot of coaches i mean they're you know yeah you're, and, and just like you with everything you're involved with you know you're you're building our youth yeah. you're setting an example giving them something to do right. a mentor that's gonna and you know that's that's just that's amazing that's uh that's good to hear Ted, I forgot something. The main reason why you <laughs> talk. I have a supplement line. Yes, yes. I forgot all about that. <laughs> and that's, yeah, so I have a supplement line that I developed during COVID. And yeah. So. so that see, and that's there we go. We uh, we'll get all this stuff put up on our page and yeah. let people know where to go and okay. we'll we'll help you out there. He he actually gave me a sample, so I'm gonna try some of this. Yeah, some good stuff. Man. And that uh and that's, you know, talk a little bit about that. Let's, let's talk about nutrition. Okay. You know, what, what's, what's the main thing people need to know about nutrition? Yeah. Well, um, what happened, the reason why I started, um, it's called a Refiner's Health and Nutrition. Um, as you know, that I used to compete in bodybuilding mm-hmm. and, and all that. And I'm a state, natu- a super natural, a super, super heavyweight natural professional bodybuilder. Uh-huh. And then NPC, I won state um, two times. And, and the difference between NPC and natural is, of course, natural and non-natural. Right, right. I won in both. I'm a professional in the natural, and then I won state level in the NPC. Uh-huh. And I did it all natural. Right. So, 
almost killed myself. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, so uh, a lot of people look to me for that kind of advice. Uh-huh. How do I get big? How do I get muscle? Yeah. Right. And um, me sitting on these different boards, I get stacked. Uh-huh. So we, Grant County, is the second or third fattest county in Indiana, mm-hmm. um, along with poverty. So right. Just, you know, we're almost like the poorest. Uh-huh. So there's a link there. Uh-huh. You know, and we have all these fast food restaurants selling cheap, you know, toxic foods. Exactly. Yeah. So we're not taught that, you know, how to prevent sickness. We talked about that earlier. We don't, um, as kids, we're not taught you prevent being sick. Uh-huh. You don't respond to being sick. You don't, you know, get sick and now i got to go to the doctor. No. Yeah. Stay out of the doctor's office. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we're not taught that. So what I wanted to do was I came out with this um, all-natural health and nutrition line. Uh-huh. So, yeah, there's this protein powder, but protein is foundational to help lose weight. You have yes. The more muscle you have, the more fat you burn. Mm-hmm. All the rest of the products, man, are like, um, I have one called Core. It's CoQ10 for blood pressure. Okay. And then I have one called Refiner's Oil. It's high levels of omega-3 fish oil, which helps with joints, digestion, and all of that. Uh-huh. Um, and then I also, so all of the um, the supplements that I have, even the capsule is vegan. So it'll digest, you know. And all of it is for boosting your immune system and um, helping with various elements in the body. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I had to, and I, just, I, I feel like if I have the knowledge and the know-how um, and the capability to go ahead and do that, it's mm-hmm. my responsibility to at least try. Right. You know, so it's a hard sell because I have to go against um, generational teachings you mm-hmm. know, um, and ha- bad habits. I mean, and people look at it and they're like, oh, my fish oil. Uh-huh. You don't even taste the fish. It tastes like lemons, man. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> it, but yeah, no one, no one, it's almost like, um, if I can't, if I can't see the immediate results, like I'm sick today and I take this and I'm not sick, oh, it works. No, the the, the working is you stay healthy. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard sell, man. But uh, that's the um, basically um, the reason why I came up with Refiner's Health and Nutrition, and um, uh, the website is www.refinershealthandnutrition.net. So in each um, each one of the products on the website is um, the description of what it does, or the ingredients in it, and then what you pair it with to get a synergistic effect in your body. So I have all of that. It's real um, user friendly. Go on there. It's, it's a nice nice website. Right. Real easy to use. Um, and I wanted it user friendly. Um, just because you know, so everybody's not tech savvy. Yep. Yeah, you go. It's right too. You don't have to flip through a lot of pages. Uh huh. So, yes, it's a very, very good product. And I put some time, energy, and um, I put some a lot of knowledge behind each supplement. Well, good, and that's that's key, and that's you know, too many people these days think there's a magic pill out right. there. Yeah. No, and like you said, it's it starts with nutrition. Yeah. And that's bigger than. That's working out, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's, that's 80%. Yeah, this, you can work out all you want. Uh-huh, yeah. And your is off your garbage. Uh-huh, it is, it is. And that's and like you said, there's so many toxins that's, yeah. whether you're buying processed food at the store or right. you go to a fast food restaurant, it's people, I don't know. It's, yeah. They need to educate themselves. They do. And FDA, and man, is, 
they, 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 it's almost like they depend on everyone else to do the research. Uh-huh. And, you know, they don't do research themselves. They, right. The PA is approving stuff. It's like, do you see the Skittles? Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, my babies are eating Skittles. I know. Oh, yeah. Uh, No more Skittles. Just yesterday, I was like, throw them things away. Uh She was confused, but I was like, well, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, man, so FDA is approving stuff, man, that we shouldn't be eating. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, uh, all right, now, with with everything you got going on, man, man, do you have any time for any hobbies? Um, Man, actually, I'm going to tell you what happened to me, Ted. Um, as I got more into business and uh-huh. that sort of thing, um, that's become my hobby. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, and that's... Yeah. It's, it's, I, my mind kind of transitioned. And um, when I got into logistics, when I, went, when I got promoted, right. that unlocked something for me. So now I can think about a million things at one time. And I, I do this, and then I skip and go here and go here. And I do so many things at one time that when I'm not doing it, uh-huh. I, like I'm bored. Yeah, I'm like, like right now, I named all those things, I'm doing right <laughs> and I have it in a process, right? To the point now where I'm going, huh, I'm bored, man. <laughs> and my mom was like, "Are you nuts?" <laughs> but I'm like, I'm bored. I have to. I have a process. I do this at this time. I block time, and everything flows. Uh huh. And I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm bored. <laughs> oh man, and that, yeah, and that's something else people don't realize about whether it's nutrition or exercise or whatever. You know, it, it's a Proven statistic. You, yeah. you do something for twenty-one days in a row. Yeah, it's habit. It's a habit, and that's you know three weeks, and yeah. you know you can change a lot of things in your life. Now, okay, Kenny, let's go back. What's some of the things you did when you were younger? When you were a kid growing up, what mm-hmm. what'd you do around here? Oh God, okay. Um, <laughs> most of it was being curious. <laughs> uh, I was just telling my little girls how um, <laughs> I was at my grandmother's house. And we would climb a tree and get on top of the, the neighboring tree. Yeah. <laughs> and one time I did that, and, and the shingles from the roof slipped. Oh. And I fell off the roof. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> man, I was, but I was just adventurous, man. Um, I was always involved in some. I played every sport. Right. Uh, Pow Club was big uh-huh. when I was growing up. I mean, it was the main event for me. Right. You know, we show up for a baseball game. It had uniforms. Uh-huh. It was a big thing, and I, I wish kids um, could experience that, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you show up, you see all these cars, and you walk in, and it's just packed with the power club. Right. Um, so, yeah, I was a man of soccer, baseball, flag football, tackle football when I got in middle school, because all the middle schools were playing on one team at the time. Right. Um, uh, let me see, I played basketball at the Jones Middle School, so I played on the uh-huh. middle school basketball team. Um Man, I was in everything, just active, active, active. Um, if I wasn't playing sport, oh, I played in the summer. I played for the Boys and Girls Club traveling team with Zach. Right, right. Wow. Zach played together uh-huh. until, yeah, I was like, dude, you're on a whole other level. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah, just involved and just, just go, 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 go. When I wasn't playing sports, I was working out. I've been literally, like, working out since age 10. Really? Yeah. So I had my first weight weight set. It was um, a Hulkamania. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, came out and had a little videotape of jump ropes and blue uh-huh. And um, then my uncle said, man, you need more than that. So he went to, um, I forgot what the, the weight place was in the mall. There was a place that sold all the weights and stuff. Um, and it could have been GNC. Right. But my uncle bought me the bench, uh-huh. and, you know, all that. And I was 10 years old. Wow. So I got hooked. And uh-huh. I'm watching, you know. 
um, Justice League and all that right, kind of right. cartoons, a He-Man, and, uh-huh. and I'm going, I want to be that. Uh-huh. Uh, so I've yeah, literally been working out since age 10, so 32 years. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and, and you know, we're not filming this today, but. You, know, you can tell. You know, he, he's a. He, he, ever since I've known him, he's been a big, big muscular guy, and that's intimidating. Is is my word. Yeah, that's that. That's pretty cool. That's it, and like you said, you know, we we wish kids these days could experience some of the yeah. stuff we grew up. Like yeah. you said, we we were busy. We were playing ball. We were riding our bikes, right. and like you said, we were curious. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's it's well. Let's let's play on our phone. Let's play on our iPad, and, and that's something else. People actually need to go out and get yeah. get some sun, don't get they? Breathe the air. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. It's, uh, I don't get. I mean, and the crazy thing is, when Nintendo came out, Nintendo, Sega, Atari, I had all that, right? You know, but, but that was rainy day stuff. To mm-hmm. me. I yeah. can't go outside, so man, I guess I'll play Nintendo. It right. was like an alternate. Uh huh. And now, man, you can't break kids away from it. Even, and I'll tell you this though, like even like my employees that I had that were like in their thirties uh-huh. or below Generation X mm-hmm. can't get off the phone. I know. And then they can't understand why. Hey, hey, I sent you a text. I'm like, man, I don't even know where my phone is. You know, right now, dude, my phone's in the car. Yeah, that's. And I'm, I'm just, I'm like, man, I can't get, I can't grasp, get the point of you just being attached to this thing. Uh Like, what is it? Are you just scrolling? What is it? That's the most boring thing. Oh man, I know. I mean, (laughs) it's, it's, it's. I think it's got more downfalls than upfall, but you know it. Yeah, it does help. There's you can find whatever you want to find yeah. on there, yeah. and it you know it's it's helped a lot of people. But man, and it's just like Eric Emery told us last night. You know, he had all the game systems too when he was growing up. But like like you, that, that was secondary. Yeah. You know, if I can go outside and do something, that, exactly. that's where I'm going. And that's yeah. you know that that's just crazy. Yeah. So, so so like I said, we just went back and we talked a little bit about your youth. Mm-hmm. What what are some ideas you would have right now to start developing our youth? Um, I man, okay. Well, I have, I will talk local because on a broad spectrum, man, as far as na- national nationwide, man, there's so many aspects that you have to approach. Mm-hmm. You know, because you got some kids that are raised in like extreme poverty, right? The ghetto. So mm-hmm. the they see our drug dealers mm-hmm. or they're forced into that life because my mm-hmm. cousin did this and right. you know, whatever. Um, but locally we can, we can do a lot. Um, I know like when, when my um, wife was a teacher, um, they, they, they kind of, they segregated the school in uh, like covertly, mm-hmm. you know, right. Like these are the kids that we are going to put energy into because they come from good stock. Mm-hmm. Now these kids don't come from good stock, but we don't even give them hope. Like right. we don't even instill in them because they're from Boot Street, uh-huh. you know. And I'm going. I was from uh, Central Marion, uh-huh. you know, and uh, with a, in a single parent home. Right. But I I have three degrees, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm going. If if no one would have poured into me and saw my potential, but they go, uh-huh. "Oh, your your stock is bad," then I would have been trash. I would have been uh-huh. a, a statistic, you know? right? So what we have to do is almost like uh, teachers need support to actually just teach. But then we also need a whole department that's going, hey, if the, if the kid is showing some si- some sort of like a behavior problem, mm-hmm. bring the parent in. 
mm-hmm. because we can you can only do so much during a school day. Right. For one, they, if they don't respect their parents, they most definitely don't respect the teacher. Oh no, that's oh, no. not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it's like the parents have to come up, and, or if there is a lack in, hey, I don't have a babysitter, or I don't have money, or I don't have whatever. Uh-huh. We have to partner with that parent. Yep. Because it's like, hey, when they get home. You are their main influence. Uh-huh. And if you're not being influential and you're leaving them out there to guess, they're going to pick up bad habits. Definitely. They're just, we're, by human nature, we're just drawn to bad habits. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and a lot of these kids are left on their own, man. They are. They are left on their own. And then you call a parent and you go, hey, your son or daughter is, is doing this in the classroom. And they go, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> What you mean? But they, I think really what they're saying is, I know it. I can't do anything about it. I mm-hmm. don't know how to reach John at age sixteen. Right. You know, because I was going through mess when he was six. Mm-hmm. You know, so now he's a reflection of what has happened between six and sixteen. Uh-huh. I can't get a hold of him now. Yep, and that's you know? so. Here it's like um, it's like partnering with the parents, the schools. Somebody has to partner with the parents to help them at home, and then we have to celebrate scholastics, man. Mm-hmm. We celebrate sports. Yes, you know, no, no doubt about it. Yeah, and it's like, well, how you got to do on the, on the team with a D average? Uh huh. After he gets on playing sports, he's on the street. Right, right. You, you use this kid to bring some money in, throw him in the trash, and let's you know, mm-hmm. let's bring another one in. Yep. And I'm like, that is so so wrong. It that is so wrong. It is, and that's. That's what I mean. In society these days, you know, and like you said, a lot of these kids, you know, it, you know, their home life's not that good. You know, a lot of these kids go to school, and that that might be only, the only meals they get that's that it, day yeah. at school. Right. And and like you said, you know, you, these kids are less fortunate, or people look at them like, well, they're not going to amount to anything. Yeah. Every, every one of them can. Right. They exactly. just somebody's just got to take a. A, a notice to it, an interest, and just and do it. Yeah. Um, okay. It's, it's a bad situation, and the reason why it's so important to me is for one, I was raised in a single parent home mm-hmm. here. Then two, because of some of the board, the boards I sit on, mm-hmm. the um, Grant Blackford Mental Health, mm-hmm. the training center, and uh, the mission. I see every aspect of poverty and mental instability. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and kids, parents. And then just people in general. Right. I see the disparity there. Uh-huh. And um, I'm getting stats. I'm going, it's way worse than what we're, we're seeing or what mm-hmm. we're committing to. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if we have to, if we don't do something now, then, uh, man, it's, it's bad. It's going to be real bad. Well, I, I agree. And, I, you know, I think that's a lot of the media's problem. You know, they, they want to focus on what these famous people are doing mm-hmm. wrong. Right. When we've got... A bigger mental health issue in this country, right. whether it's kids or adults, mm-hmm. and mental health, you know, it is gaining some yeah. some attention, yeah. and you know, it's it's sad. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. You know, we we live in the greatest country in the world. Right. You know, it's we have the resources. Do we do, we do. <laughs> it's just you know, but you know how it is. What what right. what's priorities? Exactly. Yeah. What's what's going to bring in ratings? Hey, what's going to be in ratings and money, man? Like you said, we sell we celebrate athletes and not and not a student mm-hmm. like you, it, these athletes have to be a student right. before they're an athlete right and that's it's it's just hard i mean it's real hard man because now it's, it's a it's a question of um, morality you know? yes mm-hmm. because if like uh like just recently bridges 
Uh, he plays for the um, Charlotte, um, I think the Hornets. The Hornets, yeah. Bridges just did some crazy, like beat his girlfriend uh-huh. or something like that. Yeah. Now, what happened right there? You know, or yeah. these football players. Yeah. They just loaded uh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they, it, people are showing you, hey, there is a mental breakdown going on mm-hmm. in the whole nation. Right. And everybody went, oh, well, put him in jail. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you should be punished, but man, but right. catch, catch them before they get to a point where they're they're cracking somebody's skull. Well, you're right. You know, like you said, you know these whether whether it's domestic abuse yeah. or like the baseball player just got suspended for yeah. PEDs, but oh, well, they took something to treat ringworm. <laughs> you know, you know, and and you got so many youth looking up mm-hmm. to these guys. You know, right. what are they going to do? Exactly. You know, oh, he did it. I'm going to do it. And, right. You know, like I said, there's not enough publicity towards the not famous people, right? right. Instead of the famous people, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, there's a lot of people that's not famous doing real work. Yes, effective. Mm-hmm. You know, and they don't have the spotlight, and they're out here doing real work. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the craziest thing, man. Cause, oh, that doesn't get ratings because people are conditioned mm-hmm. to like evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Things are being destroyed. I don't uh, like that. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, yep. I know it's. It's crazy, man. It's rough. That's, but uh, now let okay. You're a younger guy. You're an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Uh, give somebody that might be younger or looking into maybe starting a business or something. What kind of advice would you give them? Okay. Um, well, I can I can give three different perspectives. Um, mine was kind of uh, it's, it, it was taking advantage of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, I never wanted to be a business owner. Right. You know, I wanted to be vice president. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because if the ship goes down, <laughs> so, so uh, when I got the opportunity, man, it was a hard choice, and um, but I knew I could do it. Right. So it was just uh, it fell in my lap, and um, it was um, it was a grind. It was a grind, and the one thing that you have to do in entrepreneurship is. Um, follow someone who is an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. They're going to tell you that, you know, there's some days where you feel high and there's some days where you feel like, man, I am about to crash and burn and my life is going to go down in flames. And, and then you go back on this hill again. And then, you know, oh my God, the people aren't working out or this didn't work out. or And you have these highs and lows in entrepreneurship the whole time, uh-huh. you know, and you have to get used to that, you know, and know that, but this low, is high, is higher than my last year's low, right? So I'm still gaining. I'm just not as as high as I want to be, right? You know. So you have to. It's all about um, perception. It's all about man. Just finding someone to model model after. Mm-hmm. If you jump out there. Ooh, I got an idea, and you try to run with an idea. Everybody has ideas, right? Right. Is can you execute the idea? Uh-huh. You need someone to show you how to write a business plan. Someone how to do market research, mm-hmm. you know, demographic research, SWOT analysis, and all that goes into, hey, is, the, is this idea feasible? Uh-huh. You know, is it is it tangible? Can I really, uh, can it really work? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people have ideas. Right. And it's like, dude, those ideas are trash, mm-hmm. you know, or it's so far out that it costs you a million dollars to do and you're broke, mm-hmm. you know, but if, if people just give me money. Mm, oh, yeah, money, yeah, yeah. No one's going to do that. They don't want to do that. You know, so, and that's, that's uh, for, so for me, um, that's what happened. I had to um, 
that State Farm does a good a good job of just drilling it into you too. Mm-hmm. for a whole year. They was getting you conditioned to entrepreneurship, right? And uh, they did a good job. It was real. It was real hard. It was real hard. And um, so now, um, yeah, I'm at a point right now where I understand these highs and lows, right? Um, so, but the second way is like I did my um, my supplement company. Mm-hmm. It was an idea. I did research. I did, I did the whole label. Um, I put everything together. I went out and got the um, the distributor. I did all that. Uh-huh. I, I talked to someone. I did exactly what I'm telling people to do. Uh-huh. I found someone who started their own supplement company. Okay. And I funded the whole thing. There you, you go. Know? Yeah. So, uh, but that was a, uh, uh, the starting of it was low. Uh-huh. You know, the, the, uh, the money, the startup money is real low. Mm-hmm. So that was a business, but it's more of like a side business. It's okay. a main, um, a main source of income. Right. So you could do something like that if you want to if you want to start it and watch it grow. Uh-huh. My wife, on the other hand, oh my god! So she is the first artist to have her own art gallery and be featured in the gallery. Man, <laughs> so everyone goes. So who's 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 a gallery art is your art hanging in? She says my own. Uh-huh. And they're going, well, how do you how do you fund that? You know. So what I had to do with her was go, hey. If this is what you want, we have to develop a business plan. And it all really starts with your business plan. Okay. Um, what the goals are. So the goal is to have a sustained gallery while I'll also paint and get into art shows uh-huh. and that sort of thing. Uh, I don't, she don't want to be a struggling artist. Right. So what we had to do is put together a moneymaker mm-hmm. while she's actually doing paintings too. Okay. So that was a struggle because she was teaching uh-huh. and we, we had to get this, this plan executed. So she was going back and forth doing it part time to the point to where it almost like forced her to go full time. Uh-huh. Um, so really, in a nutshell, um, there's many perspective, many uh, approaches. I mean, to entrepreneurship, but where it starts is just research, um, your business plan, because um, you want to you want to have you want to spend more time in your plan than anything. Uh-huh. Because if you just try to go out there and run with it, man, you'll fall. Because you yep. had a plan, right? You know, right. You work. You didn't uh-huh. do anything. Um, you didn't. Uh, you didn't do any analysis, uh, analysis or anything on uh, if it will work. Right. So yeah. So we. I have three different approaches to three different businesses uh-huh. uh, in our family. Awesome. So. That's and that's going to be helpful. I mean, that's for anybody that's listening that's considering that. You know, like you know, my son just graduated high school last last spring and you know there's a lot of these kids that you know still trying to figure out what they want to do you know there's some of them want to get in real estate some yeah. of them are in college some of them you know are yeah working or mm-hmm. you know looking at trade schools so and like you said you know it's you're scrolling through facebook or whatever and oh so and so i look look how i make seven thousand dollars a day right you know pay me and i'll show you how you're right then after you get done with that training i'll you Charge you more right. to train you something else. Exactly. That's okay. exactly. I found, I found that trick, man. <laughs> it's so funny because when I was I left Chrysler and was going to State Farm. Uh-huh. I went to uh, my wife got invited to Atlanta. That's why we went. Uh-huh. It was her first vendor show. Okay. Know? So it was called the Millionaires Conference. Right? <laughs> so everyone, the tickets to get to this Millionaires Conference. So this woman's going to tell you she she wrote a book uh-huh. and she became a millionaire off her best selling book, right? Right. So what she was going to do is charge people $200 a ticket 
to come and for her to get to tell you how to become millionaires. <laughs> I said, "Are y'all the dumbest?" <laughs> All she has to do is tour the United States with you get a hundred people. Oh yeah, two hundred dollars. Uh huh. And you tour the United States, you're a millionaire. Exactly. <laughs> Man, it, guess we need to write a book and hope it goes number one right. times on New Man. York Times bestsellers list. That's, isn't that it? And like, like you said, you know, some people just get lucky and they fall into it. That's Man, yeah. W- without any of the plans that you talked about. Yeah. It's it just, or, or you're born into money, yeah. you know, and that's, well, you know, more power to them. I yeah. mean, that's not me, but. Yeah, me neither. But still, and that's, but you know, that's it's just amazing the the things you do, and the advice you can give, and that that's what we what we're pushing here on this on Garage Talk. You know, it's not just sports, but we want you know some of you small business owners and entrepreneurs. That's you know, you know, share share your knowledge. Yeah, All right, great. we're gonna take a real quick break and get one of our sponsors on here. Onan Construction Group for all your exterior home improvement needs. Specializing in roofing, siding, and gutters. Get a professional, quality job done at a competitive price. For a free estimate, call Trevor at 765-661-0689 or go to mononconstructiongroup.com. You've tried the rest, now call the best. Monon Construction Group, LLC. All right, we're back. We're back here with Keenan. Learning some stuff. Um, Keenan, give me give me a little idea about uh, tell some of our people that are interested in exercise. Okay. You know, they they want to get in shape, they want to get bigger. Mm-hmm. Do they need to work out two hours every time? Oh my god, no! Tell them, tell them that. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. I'll tell you what. Um, and for me, for me, it's easier because genetically, right? You know, I'm just a big guy. Uh-huh. Um, but man, I grew up skinny, and I was hopeless dude and um it was just it was so funny like i look back it's like man if i knew i was a big guy i would have just so many different things but um mine is is really genetic but at this age man i'm 43 42 mm-hmm. um and i have to maintain right so but it's it's once you get there and maintain me man like like today i did a, a superset to um for my shoulders buys and tries mm-hmm. so i did two exercises back to back for shoulders Two exercises for biceps, two for tries. I did five rounds of that, mm-hmm. um, and then I did some abs, mm-hmm. and that took thirty minutes. Yeah, and that's... you know, and um, I'm still, you know, I still got my size, and you know, I'm still healthy. But um, I, I, the one thing that I learned at thirty years old, man, uh, probably thirty, yeah, mid thirties, when I was at Weaver Pop, uh-huh. by this time. I had already been a natural pro, mm-hmm. and I was kind of getting out of bodybuilding. Uh-huh. I had a couple more shows after that. Um, but, man, there's this guy. His name is Phil Barnett. Mm-hmm. Phil Barnett is 5'6", uh, but my size. Really? Oh, my Oh, my goodness. And I've known him since I was a little boy. Uh-huh. And he was just he-man to me. Man. Uh-huh. This dude was he just built natural, too. Uh-huh. And um, I saw him in the gym. And he's and he was curling twenty five pound dumbbell. Uh-huh. He has twenty two inch arms, <laughs> and he's working out with twenty five pound dumbbells, big barrel chest and everything. And he's working out with sixty pound dumbbells on chest press. Really? Yeah. On bench press, he has one plate. 
and he's just slow and just concentrated. And he gets up, it gets done. He has this crazy pump veins, you know. Uh-huh. And I said, Phil, man, be real with me. I said, are you natural? He said, man, yeah. <laughs> I've always been natural. He said, man, I don't even diet. I don't. I don't diet. He said, wow. I know what my body, how it responds. Uh-huh. If I want to lose weight, man, I cut out the potatoes and cornbread. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I said, he said, man, I've always been this way. Right. And he said, young buck, he's going to tell you something. He said, um, what bodybuilders don't tell you is they only lift heavy two to three months out of the whole year. Mm-hmm. I said, what? He said, it's all about reps. Yep. I said, you got to be kidding. He said, older. <laughs> He said, it'd be easier on your joints and everything else. It actually yep. makes your joints feel better. Uh-huh. So, man, so I was, and at the time, I probably weighed 260. Mm-hmm. So, man, I started repping, and I'm talking about 200 reps per muscle. Wow. Man, and I went from 260 to 285. Really? A year. Jeez. Man, just popped. I said, whoa. And uh, he said, man, you're looking huge. I said, I'm doing reps. Uh-huh. But my body, I'm a natural power lifter. Uh-huh. So I'm going against my natural, you know, tendency to just want to do power. Right. And sets of, you know, six to eight. Uh-huh. Now I'm doing sets of like no lower than 15. Uh-huh. And then the last five, I'm slowing down and I'm focusing on those, you know, those cur- curls or whatever. It is right. Exercise. So, um, man, I started doing that, man, and my joints feel better. I stay, I'm 295 now. Really? Yeah. And my waist, I wear 38 waist pants. Uh-huh. You know, um, I do have the 40-year-old spirit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, I stay. I don't do, I get up in the morning, man, and um, I do some cardio like the stepper. But as far as lifting, 25, 30 minutes, man, knock it out, yep. get your heart rate up, uh-huh. and that's all you need. You yep. That's, that's that's about the way my workouts are, about yeah. 30 to 45 minutes, and that's, that's it, man. And that's, you yeah. It, it, and that's another another myth, you know. Yeah. You know, more I can lift, the bigger I'm going to be. Right. And, and like you said, it's and too many people, you know. Let's go ahead and get it done. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not focusing on concentrating on really what they're doing. You know, you got to slow down. It's not just right. you know, I just I just did fifty curls right. in thirty <laughs> seconds. Right. No, it's yeah, it's but that's yeah, it, it that's key. Yeah. Um, now, what, what's your future plans? I mean, sure, sure, keeping these businesses going, but you have anything else? I mean, what, what do you, what do you want to do for your girls? What? Well, the thing is, like now we move. So I was fortunate enough to uh, move out in the country. Okay. So um, we got a nice house. It's on a lake. Oh. Wooded area in the back. Uh huh. And um, I use. I wanted them to get to an area where it's. Um, it's, it's normal. The lifestyle they have is normal. Uh-huh. And that they don't expect anything less. Right. So, um, man, we, we, and really my life is my, my, my two daughters. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And um, making sure that I raise them to be strong women. Mm-hmm. Um, they're smart, beautiful, but yeah, my, my whole purpose and everything that I do is I want them to have, um, it's in their minds that this is what life is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you work hard, you get your you get your education, you get the tools you need, you work hard, you give back to the community, um, you come home, family time. Mm-hmm. You know, me and my wife, when we're in front of them, we make sure that we show them love mm-hmm. and respect and honor. 
um, when they see uh, when they see us like at church, mm-hmm. they see that we participate. Yep. Um, so it's it's all of our me and my wife have really dedicated what we do to being an example for them. Mm-hmm. So in that in saying that, um, man, I want to go. I just want to go, 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 right, go. right. I have this this drive. Give me this drive, man, to do. Um, as much as possible without killing myself. You know? Right, right. But um, yeah, there's a, there's a couple you know other opportunities that I'm looking into to, to do more like um, business analysis, being a business analyst, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, it's man, I'm taking advantage of the opportunity, being a, an example to my daughters, man, loving my wife. Um, that's pretty much life for me. Yep, and that's you know, there's there's no better way to be. Yeah, I mean, you know. Faith and family, you know, put them, put them at top. And like you said, the example you want to set, yeah. you know, that's, this is good for people to hear. You know, it's, it's good for, for athletes to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm a, I'm a high school athlete. Mm-hmm. Do they realize that these junior high and elementary kids are watching them? Exactly. So. Man, and man, I, I remember back in, oh, I forgot about, I forgot about this. This is real key. So in 2019, when I started my agency, because uh-huh. uh, this has always been my when I when I started my own business, this has always been my um, my motivation is to give back to the community, mm-hmm. and help, like kind of um, a redirect mm-hmm. society into what we're talking about, right. faith and family. So I started this um, this movement called um, Stand for Peace. I stand for peace, uh-huh. and um, I developed a, a, a logo. Where it's two hands meeting each other. Oh, yeah. They were green. Uh huh. So green is for prosperity. Uh huh. So it was, and it was shaped in a badge in the background with two hands, you know, uh-huh. joining together in support. Not a handshake, like an agreement. Right. But like this. Uh huh. That's how you help somebody up. Uh huh. And um, so I was pushing that because, and um, I just had this notion, man, that something was going to come to try to divide and cause dissension in society. Mm-hmm. Didn't know what it was. But right. I made a whole. Uh, video commercial. I got bracelets and stickers and all. I got and went around to all the different businesses and the um, city council and uh-huh. everybody. And everybody was on board. And then COVID hit. Oh <laughs> so, man! <laughs> so yeah, man, that's that stunted a lot of things, man, with that movement. But um, we have to do stuff like that. We have to have people that are brave enough to get out, right? And go, hey, man, we got a problem. Uh-huh. And um, I have. A solution. I have. I can answer some questions. Right. Do I have all? No. But I'm partnered with that person, that person, that yeah. person, or that business and that business, and we're going to attack this as a team. Right. Yeah. So, man, that was that was the push, and it still is. Um, it's just, man, and and you try to get feedback from these different people, different businesses. Uh-huh. Like, what is? What's the problem? Right. And everybody's like, oh, well, nobody wants to admit. Uh-huh. Man, I got an ego problem. And, yeah. <laughs> You're right. That's that's awesome that that you started that. And that's you know I like that that hand that picture you showed there. That's uh that's pretty amazing. And like you said, you you might not have the answer, but somebody, right. somebody you know might. Right. It's you know it's it's a collective yeah. collective deal. It's, it's like you said, nothing can ever be just one person. Right. Like you said, you had somebody that showed you a business model. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's all about you know. Let's get the help we need. Right. And then, in turn, we can help where we can help. Mm-hmm. But 
All right, we uh, we're getting close to the end here, so we're gonna do our rapid fire, and we're gonna ask Keenan some quick questions. And he's just gonna throw out whatever comes to the top of his mind, real quick. <laughs> they're they're easy, they're easy. So, say you're having a cookout a barbecue, you want a burger, a brat, or a hot dog? Burger. Okay. What's your drink of choice? Uh, drink of choice, tea. Tea. Yeah. Okay. That's. Who's your favorite all-time athlete? Time. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Yep, that's a good answer. Now, what would be your favorite sport to watch? Basketball. Basketball. College. NBA. College. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. How about favorite sport to participate in, other than weightlifting? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, probably basketball. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're you're like I said, you're becoming a pillar of the community, and that's very admirable. Who do you look up right to now in this community that, that you consider a pillar of this community? Who do I look up to? Um, probably my cousin, um, Alex Husky. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, at Ivy Tech. Okay, yep. So, yeah, he does a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Right. But he's so um, just straightforward, straight arrow, uh, family man. man. And I know, what, I know him personally right. and professionally, and he's the same person. Long, long time, Miriam. Yeah. Police officer, correct? Yep. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Who was your biggest influence in life? Pastor President. Okay. Uh, biggest influence. Man. Who made you what you are? I'm trying to think. Because <laughs> a lot of people. Right. And, it's a, it, and some people did it indirectly. It's uh-huh. Like, I looked at what you did, and I just didn't do it. Uh-huh. Know, yeah, yeah. I looked at what you did uh-huh. and did it. Uh-huh. You know? So there's several people um, that I just, just pulled from um, that, I mean, uh, but no one directly, I, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just several people, like family, friends, people I've seen in the community, the church, and I'm going, I like that, don't like that, uh-huh. I like that, don't like that. So, yeah. I, I love that answer. That's a, a different answer than what we normally get yeah. and that's and, and that's true i mean i think we can all answer it that way there's mm-hmm. there's been different influences right you know you see a bad influence i'm not going that way exactly. when you see a good influence well let's follow that guy yeah. now you're you're a strong believer you've got a great faith mm-hmm. how important is that in your life it's foundation mm-hmm. it's um it's 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 to the point now where i don't I don't think I follow the law. Like, mm-hmm. I study the Bible. I right. study the Bible. And it's not, I don't study religion or church. Mm-hmm. I literally, like, I'm home and I'm reading the Bible, dissecting it, Hebrew text, you know. Mm-hmm. So when I make a decision, it's really based upon the, the Word of God. Uh-huh. You know, it's to that point to where I'm scared to make a decision right. if it's not in there. Well, and, 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 and just speaking of that, I, I can look at, you know, I think of Coach Tonago at Indiana Wesley, and then I'm looking at you right here, and it's like, you know, their saying is, I am third. Mm-hmm. God first, other second, yeah. self's third. That's it. And that's that's big key, isn't it? That's it. Man, all right. I'm gonna, we want to thank our sponsors again real quick before we get out of here, so we'll be back in just a second. Onan Construction Group for all your exterior home improvement needs. Specializing in roofing, siding, and gutters. Get a professional, quality job done at a competitive price. For a free estimate, call Trevor at 765-661-0689 or go to mononconstructiongroup.com. 
You've tried the rest, now call the best. Monon Construction Group, LLC. Yeah, we want to thank Monon Construction. You know, they're our beverage sponsor. Uh, Jenny Swan or Nicholson 2.0, really, you need to sell a house, buy a house, hit her up. She will definitely find one for you. Beast Prince, they take care of us over here with some, some good clothing, some other little things. Good organization over there. Follow them. And then Mama Pearson Soporium. Go up and see Papa Pat and Mama Amy. They'll get you smelling good. They'll get your house smelling good. They'll get your car smelling good. Good people. Go see them. Well, Ken, we thank you so much for coming on here. It was This was a great conversation. And we definitely want to have you back. Oh, see how things are going a few months right. from now. And it's, you know, see what else you start but but we thank you so much and we appreciate it and we'll definitely have you back all right thanks buddy all right we'll talk to you all next time